Seekers, welcome back to your third favorite podcast, Sound for Thought. I am your host, Andrew Schultz. Today you're getting an absolutely lovely conversation with the band Porkbelly, or at least most of the band. Unfortunately, vocalist Elisa wasn't able to join in, but I think it's fair to say that she was there in spirit. I think all you listeners will really enjoy getting to know the rest of the band as I did. As always, we explored the reason why each of them make music and a whole bunch of other cool stuff. At the beginning of the episode, you'll hear a song by the band called Jinx, and at the end, you'll hear a song called Chew. You can stream both of these singles now on Spotify or any other streaming site. The band may or may not be working on new music as we speak. They mentioned it in the interview, so only time will tell. But hopefully, you'll be able to stream some other cool music by Porkbelly soon. You could follow Porkbelly on Instagram at porkbelly underscore sf. If you enjoy the show, please give us a follow on Spotify or wherever you listen to podcasts. And keep up with new content on our Instagram at Redefining Records. And if you really want to support the show, the best way to do that is on our website. We now have a few t-shirts for sale. You can go to redefiningrecords.com slash merch to check those out. Alrighty, that's it. Enjoy the show. Stay safe. Everyone keep making cool shit out there. And enjoy this track. It's called Jinx.
and I hate I hate like really awkward formal beginnings. So I, I just hate go, and then we just keep talking. Yeah, all good. <laughs> really? That's cool. Cool. Anyway, but I do I do think it's important at the beginning to have each of you guys say your names so that people know whose voice is who. So why don't you guys introduce yourself, starting with Nick S. Hey, I'm I'm Nick Susak. I play in Pork Belly. I play guitar and I sing like on a couple songs, not that much. (laughs) Other Nick? Hey, I'm Nick. Uh, I play rhythm lead guitar, I guess, in Pork Belly. And last but not least. Hey, I'm Junior. I play drums in Pork Belly. All right. Formalities out of the way. Now we can just just (laughs) chit-chat. And we have Um, a bassist, but she is not why don't you give, give her a shout out? Yeah. Elisa. She plays bass. She plays it good. Yeah. Shout out to Elisa. She sings too. Yeah. She's like, she's our vocalist. Yeah. Absolutely. And, um, well, let's start with, I don't like to, um, I think people appreciate if we like don't talk about coronavirus too much because everyone talks about it. Perfect. Yeah. Um, so let's just not talk about it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> The first thing I like to always do is kind of get a sense of like how you guys got into music individually. And then like after we get that idea, we'll talk about like how the band came together. So um, let's go in like reverse order of the introduction. So starting with Junior, why don't you tell me like how you got into drumming, like what age, if you did lessons as a kid or if it was like a family thing or how did you get into it? Yeah. So, uh, dude, my dad's been drumming since he was like, since he was a kid, man, he was in band yeah. since he was like 14. Um, so that's always been like his thing. So I grew up around that. Like he always had a kit set up at the house and stuff. Um, but I never like, I never really got into drumming until like maybe like last year. Oh, wow. Um, yeah. Cause like, I don't know, like I always had a kit around, like I said, now I'd kind of tap on it here and there. But, you know, like when I was 10, I started playing piano. I took lessons for that. Like, um, I played saxophone in middle school with the, the, like the school band and stuff. And then like, uh, uh, took bass lessons and then I took guitar lessons and that's, that was like my main thing for the longest time. And it's honestly, it's like still my main thing. Um, interesting. Like, yeah. But then once I moved up here, I moved to the, the city like a year ago in, uh, on September 14th last year. So yeah, almost, almost a full year. And, uh, um, what's interesting is Nick Esparza, I went to uh, high school with him in Temecula. So like really far away from, from home, you know, and, uh, he lived, he, he just happened to live five minutes up the same street from me, uh, when I moved here. Nice. Kind of just yeah. We didn't even coordinate it. Kind of just happened. We didn't coordinate it. it just like, ha- like, I was like, Hey man, like I'm going to be moving to the city next week. Here's my address. And he was like, no way. I live like five minutes from there. <laughs> it's fate. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It really, it really worked out. Like it, it really worked out. <laughs> Seriously. And like, you know, um, once I moved up here, then he was like, Hey man, like I'm in this band called pork belly and we're having like a, some complications with our current drummer right now. Like, would you be willing to come fill in and play a show with us on drums? And I was like, yeah, dude, I'll, I'll give that a shot. You know, like I've, I've had like a little experience with drums in the past and, uh, yeah. So honestly, like joining pork belly has completely completely changed my uh san francisco experience than uh what i initially thought it would be 
in, yeah. in, the, in the best way, honestly, because like, you know, after that, like I became uh, the full-time drummer and like we, we started playing house shows constantly and I a met lot. a ton of people. Like I started, all of a sudden I knew all these people, you know what I mean? That I wouldn't have known otherwise if I didn't join this band, you know what I mean? So I'm, it's, it's such an amazing, it's been an amazing journey. I'm like super grateful for these guys. So, and we like yeah. too, so that helps. Yeah. <laughs> the first practice he actually was with us, it was like, damn, dude, this guy's sick. It yeah, was, we had like a little tryout. <laughs> yeah. He made That's it sick. <laughs> yeah, it worked out, honestly. Yeah, it sounds like you guys all hate each other. Yeah, <laughs> not very much so. The three of us live together, actually. So yeah, we're like all weird <laughs> echoing throughout the house right now. <laughs> we're, in our, yeah. we're in our rooms right now. What did you think was gonna be your San Francisco experience? Like, how did you, how did it different? How how did it differ from your expectations? Well, so like I I initially moved here. I didn't on my own pretty much. I didn't move here for school or anything. And so like I just kind of wanted a fresh start, like a new beginning from, uh, you know, my hometown that I kind of felt capped out at. Um, and I you know I, I record music and stuff, and like that was kind of my goal. I wanted to give that. A, a genuine thorough shot you know as hard as I could while yeah. I can at this age you know we're all we're all pretty young and so um that was my intention I moved into a house with a bunch of musicians that I looked up to you know what I mean um so it's just a you know I, I intended to move here and just kind of make things on my own and just like maybe meet bands and record them and see what happens that way but it, it honestly like uh like I said just playing these house shows and kind of getting into this like underground SF like music situation has like been a whole like uh different experience and in in a really cool way you know yeah definitely and you and nick esparza from temecula yeah what's the music scene like there or is there one at all (laughs) it's It's just dead (laughs) i honestly wouldn't know i wouldn't know uh when i was there like i just kind of wasn't even I wasn't really paying attention. You know, there's definitely bands out there like probably doing good things, you know, like yeah. uh, you know, survive the mundane, you know, little suburb experience. Uh, yeah. But um, you know, I I just never really kind of paid attention to it. I was kind of more caught up in my own little like you know guitar journey, I guess. You know, I was trying to just play a bunch of music on my own and like meet some musicians along the way, like through school and stuff. But I didn't really, I honestly didn't really partake in like too much, like. I guess, like, getting to know the community, like, the music there, you know? Sure, sure, yeah. Well, speaking of your own guitar journey, let's let's hear a little bit about your backstory then. Yeah, so I started learning when I was around 12 years old. I had moved from, um, for Southern, Cali- Southern California people who know that, um, I guess, I moved from Moreno Valley, like, one Inland Empire place to another, to Temecula. And, um, I just like, didn't really know anybody, you know, just like the, the typical, like moving from one place to another deal. Like you just don't know anybody and like, you just don't have shit to do, you know? And like, I moved in the oh, summer, yeah. I believe, I think it was like summer of like fifth grade going into sixth and I just didn't have anything to do, you know? Like I was just bored all the time. And I, my grandpa had this acoustic guitar laying around and like, I'd always been super like, uh, kind of interested in it, you know, and like picking it up. Uh, but I never actually did until I had moved uh, to the new town and I met um, a good friend of Junior and I's, um, Kayton, Kayton Garcia, who's also a great musician. Um, and uh, he kind of just set me on this whole path of like just, 
you know, I guess immersing myself in it, you know, like he kind of yeah. you know, showed me a couple lessons like, oh, you, this is a G chord, you know, like this is how you do this and that. And then his dad taught me this cool uh, Spanish like finger style song. And then I was hooked. And then I kind of just like stopped skateboarding and doing all those other things as much as that I was doing and just kind of honed in on guitar and kind of had my own uh, just little world with it, you know, just like I was just learning songs I liked. You know, I went through the whole classic rock thing. I was like super obsessed with like, I don't know, all the <laughs> classic rock riffs like ever made and stuff like that, you know. Yeah. But I was playing on an acoustic guitar. So like that was a little frustrating for a bit. Just like, you know, not trying to get that electric sound out of an acoustic instrument was not really. Yeah. Um, yeah. It, it just, it, it wasn't the same. You know, I wanted, I wanted more. And then uh, in high school, I started playing electric guitar and started making bands and stuff with uh, Kayton and some other friends. And with Junior, I would jam with like here and there. And um, it was kind of that. It kind of like happened a bit more like in high school, where I was just kind of you know more more immersed in it, I guess. You know. Yeah. And then coming here, like I don't know, my world's kind of blew wide open. You know, in 2017 when I started meeting a bunch of people, a bunch of musicians, and just uh, meshing with different players. You know, so it's been great. That's cool. So I wanted to go back because it, I feel like a lot of people kind of get into music as kids out of boredom or mm -hmm. like boredom is kind of one of the big things. It's like, I got to do something, uh -huh. which is like defines a lot of musicians. It's like, they just constantly have to be making something. Totally. Um, but I also have like this theory that like now with social media and phones and so much tech that I feel like I'm never bored anymore. Yeah. And I was wondering if, if you feel that way or if any of you guys feel like, yeah. like, Absolutely. Do you do you wish you were bored? Because I find myself wishing I had more time to be bored. <laughs> yeah, no. Every now and then, I kind of just like, I'm just like, wow, like this phone can just like consume me like no other. You know what I mean? There's, yeah, so, there's totally. so much information on it. Like, if I want to know any like random fact about like anything, I can find it out. You know, and then you can just go down that rabbit hole of just <laughs> random <laughs> stuff you're learning about. You know, it could be like ac actual like pointless information. You know, but like I'm like. I gotta, I gotta know it, you know? And like, it's definitely a rabbit hole. <laughs> yeah. It just makes me wonder like what, how kids are going to be able to get into music. Like, yeah, totally. like kids who grow up with this stuff, I was like, they're not going to have the same experience that most of us had. Totally. Yeah. And yeah. they'll never feel like the urge to like, I don't know. It'll probably happen some other way and we'll find out. Yeah, but I'm I, sure I you have to be lucky, honestly. Like you have to have someone in your life that just like kind of sets you on this path of like, hey, it's worth it's worth your while to do this. You know, like you'll yeah. enjoy it. Like you'll thank me later. You know, like I think a lot of us kind of have that kind of person in our life. If if not, like if someone I don't know, someone can just I guess pick it up on their own, you know. But but yeah. a lot of times I feel like it's like, here's this, here's, this is good. This is cool. Check this out. You know, like do this. <laughs> you know? Um, yeah. I like I think music's all really emotional for all of us. So like sheer interest aside, you know what I mean? Like we all make time, you know, Nick was like, before this interview, Nick was drumming for 30 minutes. Like I'm always listening to music, making music. Like Junior's always doing that too. Like we all have like such an emotional connection to it. So I think honestly that plays like a big role. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, well, let's hear a uh, backstory for other Nick. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Um, well, my parents actually started me on guitar. My dad was like, he obviously wanted me to be a good student and everything, but he's like, you're going to play a sport and you're going to, 
play an instrument, you know, just to be a well-rounded human being. Um, that was this whole thing. <laughs> um, <laughs> which, good. You know, I, I'm super grateful and lucky for, you know, I had really great parents to push me on that direction. I grew up like when I was like five years old, listening to like Neil Young and shit and he's sick. So yeah, dude, mm-hmm. as a seven year old listening to Neil Young, I was like, what else? Ahead of the game. You know, like, yeah, totally ahead of the game. Um, I took guitar lessons pretty casually um, through middle school. I got a little bit more serious in high school, but I never really wanted to do like jazz band and stuff like that just because I was honestly really like athletically driven. I was a soccer kid my whole life and I wanted to like, you know, play professional in college ever since I was like, you know, five to seven years old. So I was really athletically driven. And then, um, yeah, guitar and like, I don't know. I, I don't really play bass, but if you play guitar, you kind of can play bass as well. Um, I was just, you know, picking it up and jamming with friends. I was in like a couple like stupid high school bands and like another college band at my previous college because I actually transferred to USF uh, my sophomore year. But yeah, like it was always just like fun for me. And then like when it wasn't fun, I would just like not do it as much. So it was kind of wild. I um, originally went to University of Redlands my um freshman year and I went because I was playing soccer there and I got money to go like that was like my you know goal in life to like play soccer a ton yeah yeah I don't know I was I've always been really musical writing songs and in and out of bands and playing guitar it just wasn't like my primary focus like junior Nick you know and then I just didn't want to be at Redlands anymore I didn't want to be playing soccer so much and I just like kept playing guitar you know that was just like kind of consistent writing songs and stuff and then I transferred to USF as a as a sophomore sorry as a sophomore and just started kicking it with Nick and Alisa and we just started jamming it was like super easy you know it was just super easy um we just all liked the same music and yeah I think we came from really similar backgrounds in music like you know from like Sabbath as a little kid and like Neil Young and like Bob Dylan to like now like post punky stuff, noise. Like I'm really getting into like some fucked up shit. Like, I don't know, like <laughs> do tell like fucking black death metal <laughs> and Norwegian death metal and shit, which is super cool. Um, but it's kind of cool. Cause we can all listen to, we all have like really, different but similar backgrounds in it like juniors in another band which is like a really sick like psych rocky like band lunar hand which like i think he brings some of that to pork belly nick has like a noise shit going which is like definitely influential on pork belly and we just like mesh it's really sick it's really yeah. cool that we've all been doing it's it like a melting pot. yeah it's a total melting pot absolutely what are um? When I go back to to Nick Esparza, what what kind of stuff are you bringing to the table? What do you listen to? Um, it honestly it can it can flip on a dime. Uh, it can be exclusively eighties music <laughs> to I like it to I, I guess like really heavy. Um, I don't know, really heavy influence of ours is a uh, kraut rock kind of stuff. You know, um, just very uh, rhythmically driven, and uh, I'm big big into Sonic Youth and all those guys. So that, that kind of definitely plays into the, you know, our sound and we try, we try to mix it up. We don't want to like, you know, just be like, 
pinned as one thing you know we like to mess it up like mess around because we all have we all have different interests too you know so mm-hmm. we definitely uh play with that a lot which is the best part of this band you know we get to just kind of have fun and like most of the time when we're like writing songs it's just like you know a, a momentary thing like we're just like ah, oh, he's playing that sound so i guess i'm gonna play this one you know <laughs> and then we just go from there you know yeah it's it's, it's, honest, it's pretty it's pretty it's pretty cool Junior, what do you what do you feel like you're bringing to the table musically? What kind of styles do you like to kind of bring into the mix? Uh, you know, I like a lot of stuff. Uh, as far as drums go, though, like I try and uh, take a lot of drum influences and channel that into this. Yeah. Uh, like uh, I really like a lot of rhythmic, like looping type stuff, like LCD sound system. Everybody here needs a shove. Oh, hell yeah. Um, yeah, like just super dry, clean, like uh, beats that'll just kind of like make everything move. You know what I mean? Like everybody will just kind of like move in the room. Absolutely. Um, so like when we're writing, I'll, I'll try and focus on beats that just kind of loop like that. Or like um, uh, I listen to like a lot of hip hop and R&B stuff too. So I, yeah, I just really like, like super tight drum sounds. Like everything's just like like um purposefully placed you know what i mean yeah uh as far as like rolls or even like snare hits and stuff go which yeah. is really cool because a lot of our stuff is not purposely placed i guess as far as guitars go you know it can be like totally I, I feel like i'm i'm kind of like the grounding sometimes like everything totally. else can kind of be like He's chaos the if it needs to be you know what i mean or yeah. if like we want it to be but as long as i'm like just kind of holding it down like it feels grounded you know yeah it doesn't sound like shit when junior's playing <laughs> yeah <laughs> well yeah you're like the backbone of it because like we're honestly when we play live too we're all looking to junior because he's just holding it down and then we'll go do our like random ass noise stuff and come back to what? totally everybody will just kind of do their own little thing sometimes and then like I'll, I'll keep track of where we're at and then we'll all like just kind of make eye contact and then like move to the next part or something you know but um yeah man like nick and i were talking about this the other day nick as far as a, uh we were saying like just drums will like move the room around you know what i mean like that's that's what everybody's locking into yeah for the most part like at a show or something you know absolutely so i, so I try and keep that like uh really tight and like moving you know but uh yeah man just a lot of like hip-hop and like dancey kind of stuff is what i like for drums yeah, I feel like LCD was like the perfect comp for that because totally, that's like yeah. exactly what they do. What totally. James Murphy tries to do is like you've got like ten different synthesizers and yeah. guitars and yeah. and bongos and all this shit going on, but then there's just like that steady kind of house beat in the background, just keeping things pumping, keeping the keeping the totally. room moving. Totally, I like that. yeah, I like yeah, that exactly. style for sure. Yeah. Um. Well, would you say? that um you guys have like one or two bands or or types of music that really define like your mix of like where you come together was there like i know when i was like in a band in high school it was like we got up during high school for me it was like we got obsessed with the black keys they came out totally i was like we all bring in a lot of different things to the table but then there was like the black keys were like our holy grail would you guys say there's like one band that you're all agree is like okay that's that's what we want to sound like or at least emulate <laughs> I, don't, uh, I don't think so i don't think it exists no. <laughs> i don't know that's okay yeah for a minute like the ocs was kind of like oh there you go yeah like we're we're 
I, I don't know. Like all of us do kind of agree like that's all we're, like, we're all huge fans, you know. At one yeah, I don't know if that would be like the holy grail of like what we're trying to do, but I feel like that would probably be the closest. Of, it like, definitely changed a lot too. I feel like within the past, yeah. oh, it totally did. Yeah, yeah. Like, I think it's also funny too because like. I don't think we sound like the OCs, but people come up to us and say that, or they're like, dude, you guys sound like Sonic Youth. And we're like, all right, like, I guess. Sick. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't know. I feel like it's- in, um, what's the, damn, I think I just forgot the band name. It just totally slipped me. It's, um, what's the, what's that album, Repeater? Who is it? Uh, it starts with F. Repeater? Repeater. Look it up on your phone. I'm going to look it up right now, actually. It's going to bother me if I don't remember this. Yeah, we have the technology. <laughs> uh, I mean, Fugazi. Oh, Fugazi. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it was like he's like, that was awesome. Like your guitar reminds me of Fugazi, and I was like, that's really cool. And at the time, I didn't really listen to them at all. I was like, it's really cool. Like I don't really, you know, know what that is. But the the fact that that kid like had that connection to that, you know what I mean, the association. And I was like, wow, that's pretty neat. You know, Dude, you don't even listen to Fugazi. What the fuck? Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's awesome. even better then. Yeah, it's such a compliment. That's cool. Um, well, okay, I'm going to throw just like a fun question at you guys because this is one I like to ask everyone, especially when I've got like a few people from the band. Um, I'd like to know what is your favorite song of your own? So like your favorite song to play? <laughs> oh, or... damn, all of them. <laughs> horrible um, answer, horrible answer. <laughs> you have to decide. Funnel it down. If you had to choose one. Recently? Um, let me think. Yo, okay. I would say Jinx Slaps. Two yeah. also slaps, though. Those are our singles that we put out. Um, yeah. I don't know. We have one uh, that's like six minutes. <laughs> it's, like, it's like our only really long song. All of our other songs are like two minutes. Yeah. It's uh, a Kraut Rock jam. <laughs> unti- Untitled One. is what we, or Actually, it's called Big Red. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That one for drumming, that might be my favorite. Actually, that's a lot of fun for me too because I just get totally. it with Elisa. Elisa takes the guitar on that one. Oh, yeah, Nick plays bass on that. Yeah, I just play like really fast bass and get really sweaty. It's fun. Yeah, nice. Yo, there's a, there's actually a song that we don't play anymore. That actually might be my favorite. I knew we were gonna <laughs> yeah. that one too. <laughs> no way. Yeah. Nick, Nick, yeah. not like Lisa would also. <laughs> she'd be not about it. But Junior really had a, had a really tight drum part for this one specific song. Like we used to play like a year or so ago. It was the best. And it was so it, fun. You know, it was so every fun. time we play, it, it was, we both really like the song. If you haven't noticed, but <laughs> um, yeah, <laughs> don't play it anymore. It's kind of canned. Why to get canned? We just. We just disagree. Like you know, if if one or two people are not into the song, we're just like either we workshop it or we just can it. You know, like we want it to be like super collaborative. And if one yeah. person in it, then that's like too many already. You know, we want like everyone to be on board. You know what I mean? Totally. Yeah. Like yeah. I'm feeling like weird about it because it sounded like a certain way, and it, I mean, you know, it wasn't consistent to like what I thought like we sounded like. And then like, I mean, I feel like that's how we kind of write songs too. If we're like, oh, dude, I don't know about that part. We're just like, all right, cool, let's redo it. Like we're not like super like. You yeah know, we're not really super collaborative. We're, we're pretty collaborative with it which is great yeah yeah i was kind of curious what the workshopping process is like honestly, <laughs> it can be it can be really productive or it can be really like chaotic chaotic and we're just yeah. like ah, maybe maybe we don't keep this song anymore. <laughs> <laughs> and just like <laughs> each other kind of awkwardly you know like <laughs> times when like 
I have to go to work in like an hour and we're like need to work on this song and we don't. And then it's like the last 30 minutes. I'm like, all right, fine. I'm just going to Uber. So we have like 45 minutes and then we like, (laughs) there was a time when, when we were the four of us workshopping a song and then, uh, Susak and Elisa had to go for, I think work. And then Nick Esparza and I just workshopped it for a little while. Yeah. So it kind of just depends, I guess, you know, that was like the bridge of chew, right? Yeah. It was the outro of, uh, or the bridge of Jinx. Jinx, that's right. Oh, and, the, and the outro of Jinx. Yeah. It sounds like you guys are like pretty collaborative. Is yeah. so are you guys all writing songs? For yeah, this? yeah, for sure. That's pretty sick. Yeah, it's fun. It's 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 probably the. I don't know. I haven't really had too many other band experiences, but some of them have been a bit more like. There's been like one or two people like writing the stuff, and like oh, the other people kind of have to like follow along or like you know, but. What I like about our situation is that it's all very – everyone has equal say, you know, so we all kind of just contribute what we can and go from there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's it's, cool. It's pretty tight too because like – I mean how we started was like Nick wrote like a couple hooks and then I would try to write like a chorus around it or like – and then I would do one thing and then he would do another, you know, and at least it would add on like vocals and stuff. And that was like without Junior. But then kind of when we got Junior, we like sat down and started writing songs, you know, like – I'll come up with something and then Nick will come up with a couple songs and then Junior will be like, no, nah, we should structure it this way or whatever. And I feel like there's a lot more structure. To yeah, for, for a while we didn't do that. For a while we didn't like really have that structure. Like it was kind of just like we had these riffs and we're like, all right, let's play them. These are songs now, you know? Yeah. And, yeah, and then it wasn't when Junior came, he was like, okay, so like when do we change to that part? And we're just like, I don't know. Like when we <laughs> like it. And he's really helped us a lot with like kind of just being tighter, you know, yeah. and proactive about that. Yeah, that's good. You need that. Totally. Keep that's that is perfectly yeah, the drummer's job. Keep yeah. everyone on track. Totally, yeah. <laughs> so on the flip side of this question, I also like to ask what your least favorite song is. And maybe where he heard the answer a little bit, but Peter, no, I'm just kidding. That's a good song. I'm just like giving everyone shit. <laughs> Um, for me, honestly, probably Chaconi. No, dude. Really? Yeah. yeah. Weird. I just wrote that riff randomly and I really liked playing it for a bit and like, but I don't know. I can't, just kind of get tired of it, honestly. Like I'm just like, sometimes I'm just, but it's raw, it's fast, you know, it's fun. Like I get into yeah. it whenever yeah. we play it, but like at first I'm like, eh, like I'm getting picked. This is a quick one, you know? Yeah, a lot of times I ask people that question. And it's just like, it's not that you don't like it. It's just something like, like, like you just said. It's like you get tired of it, or like maybe it didn't. Uh, sometimes you write a song that didn't turn out like you thought totally. it would. Totally. I mean, I like it. I just like it the least, you know. Like, I, yeah. Um, I feel like uh, uh, Gunslinger might be my least favorite right now, which is like our opening track to our set. Uh. I don't know. I think we just need to work on it a little more, but I think like it's, I still like it. It's still fun, you know, but just out of everything, it's probably my least favorite, which is a hard like competition. Cause every, I really enjoy playing every song, you know, I thought you were going to say, cause I hate all of these songs. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I genuinely like each of these songs, you know? Yeah. Honestly, I don't know. I, I like all the songs a ton. I'm, I think I might be getting a little tired of dumb just cause like, 
we sing. I don't know. Everyone knows that one. And I don't know. Totally. It's just like, I don't know. I really like Ciccone, honestly, because we kind of re- we kind of rewrote that a little bit. Like Junior has a sick intro to it, and then Nick and I will slide in, which is kind of sick. Jinx, um, Chew. Pete, I've really been liking one of our songs, People. Yeah. Yeah, People's Good. Which was a change, because that was the underdog for a second. The what? That's the comeback kid. That's the comeback kid. I'm <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Dude, People's just noise for like five minutes. It's so good, though. It's yeah, like. It's good noise. It's totally. It's like a Stooges y kind of feel. Yeah. So. That's sick. Um, I know, like, uh, people, you know, who have gone to your shows will be familiar with, you know, a lot of these songs. Um, but are you guys, like, working on putting out some of these other songs <laughs> soon in recordings? In theory. In theory. <laughs> in theory. <laughs> There's a process going on. There's a process. Yeah. Yes, we are. Uh, we've been planning on recording this album for this for for this past summer um, for a bit now. But we've all kind of just been in like different places, you know. And like some of us just started school, and you know, it's been a bit tricky just like coordinating and like planning and stuff. Even though three of us live here, you know, Nick works a lot, <laughs> Junior as well. So we're all kind of like in our own little world sometimes. But we absolutely are trying to record an album and. You know, hopefully within the next year we'll have that out. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah, it's tough now with everything going on, of course. But um, where do you guys see yourselves going? Like, what's what's dream scenario for Pork Belly? <laughs> yeah, I want us to play Desert Days. Oh <laughs> yeah, dude! <laughs> I want to play Japan, dude. I want to be on the cover of Rolling Stone magazine. <laughs> <laughs> You know, honestly, we're gonna, we're gonna sign to Atlantic. Atlantic, yeah. <laughs> it's just weird to, to think about, like a you know a dream right now, just given the circumstance of the world being like kind of paused and all, you know. But course, yeah. we're kind of all just trying to focus on like you know making our music and like keeping at it and like polishing our craft and like you know when all this blows over, you know, coming back strong from it all, you know. So yeah, that's kind yeah. of the goal, you know. And then when things open up just doing it you know relentlessly yeah so honestly i do really want to play with like some sick bands like i listen honestly actually one of the questions was like what are some like influences like i've been listening to marwood eye diet like this other band coke that doesn't play a ton and we've all kind of been like using that as inspiration and dude like i'd love to play with some of those bands like yeah it would be like a dream you know like I totally agree with what Nick's saying. Like we kind of are trying to keep our like, you know, heads down and just focus and have fun, you know, because like at the end of the day, like we just want to have fun. But I dude, I'd kill to be like, I don't know, on like digital regress. Like I look up to like that community and all those bands so much. Like they just make some cool they put out some cool music, like, you know, diets like a Berlin band on like Iron Lungs, which is like some hardcore record, and they're like this really sick, like no wavy post punk band, like Man, yeah. I would I would love to just play with bands that I love, you know? Like, yeah. I would do that. Absolutely. Well, that kind of brings me to, like, thinking about um, – and you guys even kind of jokingly dream scenario like signed to Atlantic, but we're talking about these other, you know, smaller communities. But what do you guys think, like, the role of, like, a record label is these days? Is that something you guys aspire to, like, get signed somewhere? Or do you guys think at this point, like, you can – record and distribute on your own and like not worry about it for now 
That's kind of like, uh, yeah, I feel like. Yeah. I, I've, I don't know. I feel like uh, we can definitely get away with doing everything ourselves, it seems. Um, I think a label would be good for connections, you know, like if uh, yeah. different labels know like how to get into different festivals and, and things like that or like put you on good bills, you know. Yeah. But uh, as far as like distribution and recording goes, like we can definitely kind of front that on our own, I feel like at this point. But I don't know. You know, it depends on like what you want, I guess, as a band. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know? I like the idea of you know signing to a record label that we're all yeah. super happy with. But I try to personally kind of stay away from like thinking about it too much, you know, because I'll just I'll get kind of carried away and like you know your brain will just run rampant and just like you know just go down a tangent, you know. Yeah. And uh, it'll just kind of I feel like I get distracted a bit from the music and like what I'm actually doing and what my goal is you know, when I, I start like thinking about those like external factors and like, I guess perception and like the public, you know what I mean? So, yeah. um, but absolutely that'd be, you know, that'd be cool to like, you know, be a part of something that we're all super, you know, happy with. And that lets us like make our stuff the way we want to make it, you know? Absolutely. Well, the biggest question of the show is I like to kind of explore the motivations behind like musicians because you know there's so many paths you can take as a musician and so many reasons you could get into music and keep playing music whether it's like a hobby or you're trying to make it a career or or it's just like your life passion completely um so i like to ask each of you we'll, we'll start with uh junior why do you make music um you know i've I kind of started making music or just playing music like Nick was saying, like just out of boredom, you know, mm-hmm. but as time has gone on, it, it's kind of morphed for me of like what my motivation is. Like, um, at this point it definitely feels like I have to do it to like feel sane <laughs> in oh, a way. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. recently I, I have found it as a form of therapy um, even though we're playing like some crazy loud, like fast, <laughs> abrasive, you know, garage droney stuff, like it's still like really therapeutic and like, I'll make like really chill stuff on the side and stuff just to kind of like get that out. But I don't know, man, music is, it's like, it's a, it, like it's as corny as it sounds like it's, it's, it's a gift that like we're able to do it, you know, mm-hmm. it's like, uh, like we were talking about this the other day, like some people don't have that as like an outlet, you know, or like don't know what that feels like, you know, maybe. And so it's just, I'm just like, it's just cool that like I know what that feels like. So yeah, it's a kind of therapeutic for me at this point, but I just I like doing it, you know? Absolutely. Yeah. That's a great answer. Yeah. I agree. Um, Nick Esparza. What yeah. Do you think? Why do, what are your motivations? Um, Seconding Junior, what he was saying, um, it's honestly been a very therapeutic process for me um, for some time now. Uh, I kind of just, you know, no matter what position I find myself in, like things get kind of bleak, you know, you just life has ups and downs. Um, you know, music is always kind of there for you, you know, regardless. And um, I always kind of turn to it, you know, and when I, whether I'm good or bad or like in, in a, I'm in a good spot, whatever, you know, like. Mm-hmm. 
uh, it's kind of always the, it's the more consistent thing I can depend on. You know, it's like, it's kind of like a dialogue with yourself in a way, you know, like, and you can work out some like, you know, pretty heavy uh, emotions and it's a super cathartic experience, you know, and it's something that I'm, you know, very, very fortunate to be able to do, you know, and be able to do with people that I love and care about and, um, you know, share this like, you know, interest of music and this passion, you know, so it's definitely a very therapeutic thing for me. And I honestly kind of made it my life in a way. I'm also in school right now, which, you know, is tricky, you know, cause yeah. like it's, it's a battle of like priority and like, what I actually want to do, you know, like music is very much like, you know, a big force in my life. Like I try to drum as much as possible now. Like that's just been one of my things lately, you know, and that has been like a whole uh, therapeutic experience, you know, just like the release of energy, you know, Yeah. So definitely a therapy kind of thing for me. Would you say that music is a higher priority than something like school or is it yeah. that they're both important and you have to yeah. try to like, I mean, they are obviously both important, but totally is music number one. Honestly, yes. Like I can, I can wholeheartedly like confirm that. Like I don't, I don't think honestly there will be something that you know passes that anytime soon. You know, because yeah. it's been a relationship that has been like developing since I was. I mean, even before I was a musician, you know, before I was twelve, like I've been listening since I was a kid, and you know, yeah, yeah, that's a pretty powerful thing, you know, to develop. I guess the, all those years, you know. And then I can't I can't really say that my my relationship with school has developed all that, you know, <laughs> that strongly, you know, over the years. So I would definitely say music. Yeah. Well, you're in you're in college, so you've made it. I'm Some people it. don't even push it that far. So I mean, yeah. I mean, you you did push it. Yeah, I'm doing it. I'm doing what, it. What are you doing in school? What are you studying? I'm studying media studies. Okay. Which, well, that's yeah. relevant. Yeah, it's totally exactly. So it's like though it can be a bit, you know tedious at times like you know i'm still very fortunate to be in the position i'm in and you know i'm going to use it to the, the best of my ability you know got to do it yeah absolutely uh nick yeah um i i haven't really identified music as i mean you know actively identified music as like a therapeutic process until recently honestly i think i just take it for granted i feel like exercise and like meditation or like doing other things is like really therapeutic for me but like mm -hmm. I've always been like writing songs and I've always been playing so like I guess I just haven't thought of it kind of how Junior and Nick always have because I don't know I guess I've just taken it for granted so yeah I mean I definitely think it's therapeutic for me I just like love it like I'm just really I'm just a really emotional dude so like when I like something I like it like so much you know what I mean yeah and when I don't like it, I don't like it, you know? But um, I just, I love listening to music. Like, finding music's, like, the greatest joy in life, you know? And then I love listening to the music that I make, like, with other people. Like, we're, we're writing this new song, A Bug. And at first I didn't like it. But now I, I, like, downloaded it onto my phone. I'm, like, trying to, like, clip it. Like, see what part would be cool or whatnot. I'm trying to write for it more. Like, yeah. I love I love jamming with all like my friends and yeah like nick was saying like the people i love and i care about like i just i just love jamming you know and i just love writing stuff i, I want to hear like what i can make what my friends can make and it's just it's so much fun like if it wasn't fun like i wouldn't do it you know like it's just so much fucking fun yeah hell yeah dude 
Yeah. I like what you're saying about how you like listening to the music that you make too. I mean, I think that's huge for a lot of musicians and I think non musicians kind of don't always understand that or mm-hmm. like maybe think it's odd uh, like listening to something that you made because like non musicians usually like hate the sound of their voice and all that. But yeah. Um, but I think it's like, that's kind of the root of like a, a, how people make music is like, well, does it sound good to me? Uh, and so like you you love listening to it obviously i think uh, that was like i always go back to like a big bowie quote he said like his biggest regret in his career was that was the times he tried to make music for someone else like he tried to make what he thought other people would like yeah Yeah. i think you get the best results when you make stuff that you like totally yeah like I just don't get it when musicians like put an album out and are like, damn, I can't listen to this. Like, no, I don't get that at all. Yeah. Oh, like you can listen to it. And now you can like listen to it with the idea in the back of your head. Like maybe people are listening to it, how I'm listening to it. Like maybe yeah. they're putting this emotion to this song or whatever. Like, yeah. It's sick. I love I it. Like it's, I feel like it's also because we're kind of trying to make what we want to hear. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, we really are trying. Like, I think it's similar to, I think I remember hearing, uh, the guy who directed Get Out was saying the same thing, how, like, his directing process, and he was just saying that, like, he directed what he wanted to see in a movie and what he yeah. did, what he hasn't seen, you know? Which I think is a super cool mentality, you know? Totally. We, we, we you know, like we said, we love to, you know, take inspiration from other bands and um, have lots of influences, but, um, you know, we're just trying to make something we're proud of when, we, when it comes down to it, you know? Yeah. Absolutely. Those are all, and everything you guys said uh, resonates with me totally about, you know, motivations and why you're doing this and therapy and, and just having fun. Um, and I think a lot of people relate to that. And, but also on the other side of that, I feel like a lot of, you know, DIY indie bands, you know, it's a, it's a daunting task to like commit to music and, and it's not easy as everyone knows, you know, to, to make, I mean, I don't like the phrase like make it, but to get to a point where you like feel like you're having success. So like a follow-up question to that stuff is, do you guys ever feel like you're wasting your time? Like how often do you guys get down on yourself for, for music? Like, it, cause it could be a frustrating process. Totally. Yeah. Honestly, like I, it, kind of happens quite a bit for me i uh like recently this this last week i took a full like seven days off of work to uh get in the garage and just record music and just do that like i was pulling like eight hour days and stuff this past week just doing that yeah Uh, yeah and it's like i I, that's what i want to do like i see myself getting to that point where i'm just like making music and like uh sustaining off of just making things like not even like making it big or anything like that would be sweet but like even if i'm just paying my rent just making things that i want to make like how how sick would that be you know yeah uh but like yeah like when i'm in there man there's some times where i'm just like damn like i'm gonna like am i trying to say this right now on this recording or like does this drum part sound good or is this chord like good like like am i even am i even doing this well you know what i mean like it's easy to get discouraged but yeah. you kind of have to like fight that you know and just like keep making it just be like no it's gonna be fine like we just keep like creating things and just like trusting your own intuition and, and things like that and just kind of leaning on that you know but yeah it's it's kind of easy to get to that point but just fighting that off is the key you know yeah and i'm sure it helps 
with you guys and, and bands like you guys just being in like an actual band with other people, I feel like, um, you know, I, I talk to so many musicians now where there's kind of a trend of kind of solo projects. I feel like more so than there used to be because it's easier for people to make their own stuff just with their laptop in their own room and play every instrument and do everything how they want. Totally. But I, I do think that's like a huge uh, positive to being in a band with like three or four other people like you guys Absolutely. where you can kind of pick each other up when whenever there's frustration. Yeah, yeah, totally. I mean, I get frustrated with the stuff I'm doing personally just because like I'm in like a whole like crazy weird like I don't even know. Like I'm listening to like power violence. Like what the fuck's power violence, you know? <laughs> that's, that's what I'm trying to do right now, you know, by myself with my like solo thing. And it's just frustrating because like not a lot of people like that, you know? Yeah. Um, no one's going to pick me up, you know, because I got no one to play with. So that shit's kind of. I'll pick you up. Oh, <laughs> shit. Um, but like, I feel like I've only ever seen like, I mean, I don't know. I don't know. We all have really high standards for the music we want to make. So I definitely like I've seen Junior and Nick get like frustrated at like shit they're recording. Like when we're recording with Pork Belly, just because we want it to sound so good, you know? Yeah. And like, totally. I know that like we all feel that way about our individual stuff. It's just definitely harder, you know, when you're just doing it like by yourself and you're like, dude, I want the fucking vocals to sound like some crazy guttural shit and no one wants to hear that, you know? Yeah. With Pork Belly, we all just like want to have fun and we all have really high standards and we can all do it, you know? Like we, it's really good to be with everyone to do it, to be honest. There's, there's something kind of like cathartic about doing it on your own though. Yeah. Yeah. Because like if you reach a point where like you can pick yourself up and like work yourself through things like that, it's it's kind of a beautiful little like self uh experience you know but yeah like being with a band too like it's it's kind of the same thing like having your peers around you to kind of pick you up if you're like struggling with a part or even just encouraging each other and just like celebrating mm-hmm. like wins you know like doing that alone or doing that with a group like both is is a positive experience you know yeah i like but, what you said about that too yeah well okay <laughs> here is a final kind of ending segment i like to do i I call it the part where i try to make you guys feel uncomfortable (laughs) so i'm just gonna ask you some some uh some questions that some people might find awkward okay here we go okay we never feel uncomfortable we're the people in the world that's good that's good (laughs) okay which one of you is the most talented junior Junior. Wow, unanimous. Damn. <laughs> Thank you, guys. You're welcome, man. <laughs> what makes you guys say that? How how is Junior so talented? I've personally seen him like I guess like grow as a musician a lot in the, over the years. You know, just from when we were playing like what I'm, probably was around 15. Like I really looked up to him. I guess when we would jam, and I would get kind of stressed out. Honestly, like, I'd be like. Like, so what are we going to, I would see him at lunch. I'd be like, so what are we going to play? Like, you know, like I'm like early on, I'm like kind of earlier in my, you know, guitar journey. I'm like, I'm like just giving up playing covers. I'm like finally starting to venture into my own stuff, you know, yeah. so what are we going to play? And he's like, honestly, we're going to play anything, play whatever you want. <laughs> you, know, like, you don't really coordinate jams, you know, you're not like, you don't show up with like a song list, you know, but yeah. I really looked up to this kid and I would jam with him and he was just like super, like welcoming and like even though he was already so talented you know and just like watching him kind of like develop as a musician has been pretty cool 
you know, and I can definitely see like his growth as a musician, like just in the past years alone. Um, and he continues to just like surprise me. Like for example, uh, I think a month or so ago, him and I got in the garage, and just like jammed for like an hour and a half or so. Yeah. And just put, <laughs> put the voice memo down, started recording some stuff. And after we played like after the aftermath and everything, like I was just talking to him. I was like, dude, I, I shook his hand. I was like, that was the most, some of the, more, <laughs> some of the more like incredible guitar playing I've heard probably ever, you know? So, Damn, dude. Yeah, Thank talented, you, kid. talented kid for sure. He really That's sweet, bro. Thank you. I, I like know him as a drummer, and then like one day we we're just chilling, and he's ripping out these scales that like I'm never gonna fathom in my life. You know, crazy. <laughs> like, dude, and like Nick rips too. Like, what the fuck? Like, we have really talented people in our band. You know, like totally stuff yeah, totally. that they can. Like, we're very lucky to know? come together this way. Yeah, absolutely. Everybody's got their little like skill set. Yeah, you know? yeah. Like, it works. Everybody their way. Everyone does their part. You know, totally. Yeah, sick. That's cool. And the flip side, I have like a follow up question. Uh, we got Junior as the answer for most talented. Who would you say is the most creative? Oh man, I don't know. I feel like I feel like both Nick's and Elisa are pretty. Maybe maybe Asparza. I think Asparza for guitar parts. Yeah, Nick comes up with some really sick riffs and like really he does really cool noise stuff on the guitar. Totally. Yeah. I just I just hit it really fast and hard. <laughs> Every single time we play. That's sick. That's I like Nick. I'm gonna quote you on that. Yeah, <laughs> that's the quote of the conversation right there. Cool, cool. Uh, okay, this one's yeah, uh, this one's harder. If you had to vote one member out of the band in order to achieve success, who would you vote out and why? <laughs> you bro. Vote out the ugliest person. So we. What <laughs> <laughs> about this? We got to have appeal, you know. Honestly, like Junior's a looker. Nick, you're you're pretty good looking too, you know. Thanks, um, I don't know. Uh, let me think. Maybe Elisa because she's the shortest. And oh. She's not. He- she's not even here right now. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say she's not here. That's a good. Answer. <laughs> so, uh, um, no, she's yeah, she's the shortest. Maybe she can't like carry our gear. You know. <laughs> yeah, dude, her so fucking heavy too. Like, let's get a basis with a lighter amp. <laughs> yeah, her amp is as big as her. It's crazy. Yeah, actually, like truly. <laughs> That's good. That's good. Perfect answer. Okay. Uh, last part of the segment. Last question. No more uncomfortable questions. No, this is one more. One more uncomfortable. <laughs> uh, which one of you is most likely to fall victim to your vice, like alcohol, drug? Like who, who's going to fall off the wagon? Elisa. I would say Nick Spars. Uh, maybe Lisa. <laughs> <laughs> it can go either way. Damn. Um, maybe Lisa. I don't know. Maybe me. I would, I would say. I would say either one of you two. Yeah, me too. I don't know. I think Nick might be uh, uh, like a, a contender because you know he could get too into his FIFA sometimes, and FIFA wagon, you know. And then who knows? He might not ever pick up the axe again, and it's all downhill from there, you know. Dude, if I don't play FIFA at least seven hours a day, no, <laughs> it's a slippery slope. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, that was perfect. See, it's not. It wasn't actually that uncomfortable. It wasn't that bad. Man. I don't know. I I just I like to set it up. So. My life. Yeah. <laughs> um. Okay. We talked about music for like almost an hour now, so I was like to kind of towards the end also ask you guys what you like to do 
that's not music. So nothing. <laughs> it's got to be at least. Well, we just heard FIFA um, from one person. So yeah. what, what else do you guys do with your time? I mean, I work sometimes full time. I, I work like three to four days a week. Um, it depends on when they need me because I'm, I'm I'm taking five classes as well, so I'm a full time student. Damn. Um, I like to hang out with my lady, my girlfriend. Shout out. <laughs> Shout out. Um, uh, I like to meditate. I like to work out. I want to do something crazy, like meditate for like a whole day. Which wow. Would be Damn. Um, I like that. That'd be yeah, sick. That'd be sick. Um, I like to play with my gecko stamper. Um, I like to bike ride. I like to, that's it, listen to music. Perfect. Yeah. So, um, for... <laughs> kind of for Junior and I both, we both recently got into collect- <laughs> collecting VHS. Oh just, uh, yeah. We have so many tapes. <laughs> you know, it's kind of ridiculous. We have like a tiny TV in our living room and just like a shit ton of like dated movies <laughs> and TV shows. Um, but what, kind of, what kind of stuff? Give us a few examples. Um, <laughs> I, we got original dra- some original dragon ball episodes oh sick hard yeah. we got yeah. like a season from friends we got the rocky like entire i think all the, the box set yeah i got the box set of rocky <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, junior what would you say is your favorite one that you own i guess Ooh, um let's see what did i buy recently mean streets uh, yeah, Mean Street. I just got Mean Streets in the mail. I haven't seen that though. Oh, dude, Taxi Driver. That's for sure my favorite that I. What about Fight Club? You guys just bought that one too, right? Yeah, actually, uh, yeah. Uh, that would be a close second. I feel like also the Warriors, dude. Yeah, that's right. That was a good one. Yeah, it's fun. We just like you know we'll buy some beer, we'll watch some movies, and then towards like the third act, like we'll be like, you know, what movie we should have, and then we'll start listing shit, and then going online, movies. finding them, <laughs> like you know, just ordering them, and then. Next thing you know, you just have a bunch of packages coming and you're just like, oh, shit, I don't remember ordering this. But <laughs> And then it's like, we'll just get together and just watch a movie at night, like throughout the week or whatever. Dude, it's every night, every morning. I'll come home from work. No like, way. No <laughs> way. Yeah, I'm like, yo, what's up, guys? And there's like five beers on the table and they're like, watch Star Wars. <laughs> That's cool. That's cool. Sounds yeah. like that might be your vice. You're going to. Fall victim to too many movies. Too many movies. Just push myself into a corner in this home. <laughs> hey, it's a good life. It's a good life. Yeah. Uh, junior. Um. Yeah, man. I like to do. Uh, I like to do a lot of little things. You know, like. Uh, like I'm pretty into photography, and like I'm getting into videography a little more. Uh, recently, I bought a, a nice uh, mirrorless camera. Nice. That's useful. Yeah, and so like I've been getting into like editing video and stuff. It's tricky, but I, I'm uh, just like learning, like watching videos and stuff. But um, and then like graphic design, like I I've done quite a bit of graphic design for like some bands, like album artwork and stuff. And uh, that's like a fun. I've been like doing Photoshop stuff for a little while, like with graphic design and stuff. So that's been cool. Um, I got into I got, I got into woodworking for a little while, so that's kind of like in the back of my head too. Like. A, I kind of want to get back into that at some point, you know, like making furniture and stuff. Uh, yeah. And then, and then, yeah, Nick and I'll go skate sometimes too. That's been a fun, like kind of pastime throughout each week, you know, like a few nights a week, we'll go skating for a couple hours. 
Nice. Yeah, we've been we've been humbling ourselves, just trying to go down bigger and bigger hills each time. <laughs> yeah, we went down uh, Pacheco Street the other day, starting on Twenty uh, Ninth Avenue, mm-hmm. and like Nick, Nick is really good at skating. I'm I'm recently starting to get more of the hang of it. Like I'm still pretty pretty fresh with it. Kind of just uh, in there, honestly. It was like, all right, Junior, we're gonna do this hell, and then <laughs> and hope for the best. You know? Yeah. And, uh, so he's, you know, he was cruising and I'm, I'm like, I, I, I definitely took a couple spills on Pacheco, but you just keep going, you know, it's, it's, it's still really fun, you know? Yeah. That's sick. Yeah. That's, yeah it's that, sick. that sounds super sketchy and I'll never do it, but it sounds great too. It's fun once you like kind of let go, you know, there's a point where you're going too fast where you're like, well, can't really slow down right now. <laughs> you have, you're forced to commit. Like, I'm going to yeah. slow down at some point, so I'm just going to hang in there. Yeah, yeah. totally. <laughs> all right. That's sick. Um, all right. Well, that's pretty much it. A couple of last things. Um, I always ask the guests to recommend a future guest, so another like band or musician or creative person who you would think would be a cool conversation to have for like a future episode. Totally. Uh, I would say our housemates band, we're also friends with them, uh, 7-Eleven Jesus. They're a sweet um, San, Francisco, San Francisco band right now. And they're really sweet people. Cool. Yeah. Um, uh, I would say uh, an- another good local SF band is Juice Bumps. I was going to say that. Yeah. They're uh, definitely one of our favorites. Yeah. Yeah. Super sick band. Awesome. Right. Wacky dudes too. They're, they have some good conversation. Yeah, yeah, that'd be interesting for sure. Um, also, Carpool Tunnels, another good local SF band that are homies of mine. And then uh, Sabrina is not in this chat. Is also a super sick band. Yeah, dude, you should. <laughs> They're really good. Perfect. Those are those all sound super great. We'll try to try to set those up for sure. Very cool. Um, why don't you guys? Uh, give a shout out to like all of your social medias and like where people can find you and follow you. First shout out to Elisa who we wish could be here. Yes. Shout out to Elisa. Hope she's doing well out there. (laughs) Um, I think Instagram is porkbellysf. I don't know, man. Is that right? (laughs) I'm pretty sure that's right. I think that's where I messaged you. So yeah, porkbellysf. It's got like a pig on the uh, profile pic. Other than that, that's like our only, uh, Social media, I think. Yeah. You've got uh, Jinx and Chew. Your two singles are on Spotify. I know. Yeah, on all, all the streaming. All the streaming. Places, yeah. And we're going to – we, we want to put something out soon, so stay Maybe. tuned. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> in theory. If you pull it together. If we, yeah, if we get it together, if yeah. If we pull it off. If we pull it off. It'll take a miracle. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I have high expectations. I'm waiting for it. Me too, man. Cool. better be so good. All right. Uh, does anyone have anything that they want to add at the end? Anything you got to get off your chest? Crickets. That's, that's good. That means we, we did a good job. <laughs> Sweet. Just, cool. uh, just checking at the end, you know? Yep. Um, all right, guys. We'll keep making cool shit. Uh, it's been a pleasure talking to you guys. Thanks for coming on. Yeah, thank you, man. Thanks for having us. Thank you. Uh, you're welcome. Let's end with the high five. I'll, I'll count down from three. All right. All right. All right. Three, two, one. Killed it.